Dude, speak when clean up the fries there later. <laughs> now, the those three guys who we just saw, the little people, that's it. They're going for the whole movie. Yeah. Well, they're they're how to shoot another movie with Corman. <laughs> right, put on like gladiator makeup. Step into Suddenly the it's the like uh Okay, you're late for our Conan ripoff. Okay, so the manager's killed by the munchies and the short people run away. And then Harvey Corman's getting no service on his on the drive through, so they go in. It doesn't make sense. Don't you find that ironic that the fast food fast food killed the munchies? Or the munchies (laughs) killed the fast food. Usually it's the other way around. Yes. Yeah. Listen, he's a cop. What's going on in here? Butcher! I thought she said this night. Hey. He's going, all right. He's going to find himself another job. Butcher! Is this Florida? I don't know. I don't know. And I don't think so. We'll see if it's mentioned in the credits where they shot it. It just seems like a fun place with the miniature golf and the fast food joint. I bet you it's some sort of Midwest, like, like... New Mexico or Colorado or Utah. It's one of those deserts. I mean, we just saw a tarantula. That's right. Yeah, I think you're right. And, you know, it's dusty, dusty roads. They're not exactly desert roads, but. So now a cop is giving the spiel to Cindy, like, you know. I'm moving up in the world, thinking about getting married, you know. And she's like, whatever, creep. <laughs> okay, one guy, Frank Welker, is one of the voices of Munch. Oh, I know him. You do? I'm, I'm, yeah, Frank Welker, he's been the Scooby-Doo's voice for a while. He's a voice <laughs> talent actor that's been around for decades. Well, it says since and, the uh, in 1969. He played the voice of a dog in Up the Creek. I mean, he's done it all. He's done The Simpsons. Yeah. He he does like all the voices. All the, the anytime you need like an animal voice, they call him in. Yeah, right. Transformer. He does actual voice. Uh, human voice. I'm a robot. Oh, you're an autotron. Mike, this one's for you. He's Nibbler on Futurama. Nice. Do you? Like- yeah, I don't like. You know, I once mentioned I mentioned Frank Welker on Twitter like years ago, and like a voice talent website or something like retweeted me and said, "Yes, he is a, a national treasure" or something along those lines. I said, "Like, you know, has he ever been bad?" Because he's been a lot. I don't know if the guy's a creep, but he's like pretty cool. Yeah, you know, because someone like that has been in the industry so long. You go, I hope he's a good guy. Really, I'll leave it like that. Well, I don't know. I never heard any complaints against Frank Welker. Um, here's my complaint. He was curious, George. Have some self-respect. He was <laughs> on Transformers. He was on Garfield Show. Um, well, he's done it all. He was he's honored hundreds and in 2016 with an Emmy Award for Lifetime Achievement. Okay, here's our rape connection. Okay, yes, here's a sexual assault scene. This is, guys, I do the Star Trek. Mike does the rape. 
That's not, not true. It's just all these movies from the seventies that have they all have like you know, You've chosen movies. Scenes. I remember you chose <laughs> Yeah. You chose Well no, I was like here's a movie about a woman who robs people at truck stops and right. is shot by a couple during the seventies. I thought they're now Christians, born again Christians. Right. I go, it sounds great. And when we actually watch the movie, it's horrific. Right. Remember yeah. that weird one where the guy wants to fuck a pig? Oh my god, it was a musical. And it was, yeah, and that was terrible. Apocalypse <laughs> Now guy was in it. Yeah, that's all in our archive. Yeah, that was good. I had two people oh, in the studio watching it with us. And they could... It was a weird. It was like Winkler. S. It had like an explanation point. Like skunk? Boink or something, yeah. It was like, the not the hair people, but it was along those lines. Like, it was their other musical. Okay, so... It was like a hippie theater. (laughs) So you saw the cop grab Melvis's butt, okay? And what we missed was Melvis was complaining that she didn't have anything to eat and she was weak. And so the cop was helping her out of the the that truck and he was totally like up on her you know and she was grinding into him so they were like playing pretending you know behind the husband's back and now they're in an elevator and it's dark with the husband so what do you think melvis and the cop are doing uh ass grabbing yeah like make it out pet heavy petting See, this is the irony of the 80s, like these artificial foods with uh, extreme names. You know, I have to give it up to Corman. His films are on, like, trauma films. Can you imagine if this was produced yeah, by trauma, right. like how hard it would be to sit through? Right. So I'm going to play the audio when we get to the scene in which they find the light inside of the uh, elevator. I don't know why it's right. funny, but it's really funny. Okay, I look forward to it then. Okay, so now she's trapped herself uh, in like a, I don't know why a room, it's not a freezer, but. <clears throat> and Paul's off on his own. Somehow they all got separated and I kind of don't know why yeah. he's sneaking around. He hears them. This is all parody. It's all satire. Look at this bad effects, this bad puppetry. <laughs> Listen, bad puppeteers need work too, Cole. I guess yes. And they got it. Roger Corman was all about opportunity. You need a gig? Yeah. Can you wave this stuff you down? Suck? Yeah, you wave this stuff at all. I thought of a movie playing with my kids' toys. Yeah. This movie delivers. There's more than one mushy. Hey, look, they're gonna cut themselves up and chop themselves so that they can become more munchies. Suicide. (laughs) When they come into two munchies, do they still have a a remembrance of their previous life? What a good. I used to be Stuart. The gods. No, they just become cackling little goon balls. Right. Ah, uh, we like beer. 
So now yeah, yeah. he turns off the power to all the machines. Okay. They can no longer chop themselves off. Now somehow he knows how where to go and everything. Well, there's no one else in the fucking factory. So that was pretty slick of him. Now he's getting electricity going. Oh, right, to turn them into statues. I remember this. Right. He realized that the fire of the gods means lightning. Now he's got a charged electric wire. Gotcha. He's going to smoke some munchies. Usually you smoke, then you get the munchies. Right. That's the way that they never make a pot reference, even though dude was there. Well, she says, like, he likes to eat. We'll call him munchies. Right, exactly. He says, it's a fucking high, motherfucker. And they sound like cheats, right? The they munchies? do. Uh-oh. Looks like it's teaser guys. Well, you know the one voiceover guy. He's really good. The other one, not so much. His name is Fred Newman. He's one of the voices of Munchie, or the, you know, the other voices. He's an actor, right. composer, musician, singer, Foley artist, and former talk show host. And that's it. That's all. Oh, it I'm, all, I'm also a former munchie. Did I, did I mention that? Yes. Yes, you have mentioned. I played a, I played a munchie. Yes, yes. Okay, so Paul is Oops. now electrocuted the ball, but for one. And he's destroying the statues, which is a weird thing to do. Well, he really hates those munchies. Gotta attack the munchies with his snacks. Now, I guess he figures if no he finishes them all, they could never again become munchies, I guess. Right, because I heard if you break them in half, <laughs> nothing happens. <laughs> Look at that, there's 86 on the box. There's an old munchie that's fired by now. <laughs> Oh, left. Get this puppet off of me. Help, help, I'm being attacked by a He-Man. <laughs> He's jiggling at himself, right? Yeah, right. Electric Well, we saw that before. What was that Brendan Fraser movie we saw, Nature's Revenge? Where, like, right. a, a furry vengeance. Furry vengeance. Furry vengeance. There's several scenes where he's holding, like, a stuffed raccoon going, Get away from my face! <laughs> right. He's the one doing it. Because I mean, Yeah, it's hysterical. When you're watching the movie and you're suspending disbelief, you believe he's being attacked, but when you realize it, it's just looks like, like so silly because there he is shaking a bean bag. But it's so funny though, like he gives it his all. It's an A he A performance. Oh look, uh -oh. The kiss. Is this the end? Here, let's all the time. Oh yeah. Did <laughs> you even notice? Nope. I think I would know. I would like to think I would know. So Harvey is oblivious that they were making out. Well, you know, they're, they're, his stepson just died, so he's probably preoccupied. Yeah, I'm going to get you, Daddy. Cheating on other people's lives. He needs a lift. I got the munchies. I need a lift. I need a lift. Uh, that's very English of you. Yeah. Nothing over here, Mr. Waterman. 
See, you know I'm doing Waterman, and his name is Waterman. Yes. Oh, so you you kind of bonded with it. Will you have a character named Waterman on your uh, on Waterman? No, that's an interesting. That's a very funny pre- premise. Ah. Like, they could be at. The I'm Waterman. Place. Yeah, I'm Waterman. Like Ooh, Sam Waterman? At the uh, police station, and then the chief calls out Waterman, <laughs> and they both turn their heads. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, not you, Waterman. 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 Not you, Waterman. Waterman. <laughs> yeah. Okay, now it's being exposed that he's using toxic waste, but he's putting that toxic waste in the food he makes. Right, it's such classic parody of what we consumed in the 80s. It's like the stuff. Now, the cop doesn't like that he was, you know, he's putting chemicals into the food, so he arrests him. Now, you think it might have something to do with him liking Mavis, but no, he arrests Mavis too. What a cop, man. He's going to Mel Harm... Menopause. What's up with them? <laughs> Emotional. Hey. All right, take them away, boy. So, yeah, yeah, now we're getting the wrap-ups. Okay, so the bad guys are off to jail. The good guys are... Not that the cop is good. Walking off into the sunset. And it's got the statue for his father. So this is the end of Munchies, huh? What a way. They're not going to pop up at the end? No, but the, the, um, there's an actor coming on screen who's interesting. Um, let's see. Here he is. His name's Paul Bartel. There he is on the left. He was in all these. Oh, my God. I love Paul. Yeah. You know him. Yeah, he said he's directed Corbin movies, of course. Right. He did a great movie called Pratt. He's from Montclair, New Jersey, my friend. He oh. went to high school in Montclair. And so this is all he does. He, he, this is his only scene. He's like, this, I'll give you $20,000 for this. And Carmen's like, fuck yeah. And he goes, I can send you to LA to be a comedian. Oh, right. And start your career. Yeah. Paul Bartelli wears the same bow tie and the same blazer and everything. He just shows up. He, uh, he's usually paired with Mary Warren enough, who is a Warhol girl and, they're, That's they're right. not married, but they always play couples. Even Raul is probably his best movie. They always directed. play that they're married uh, in movies. Yeah, Eating Raul, 82. Yeah. Lust in the Dust. Uh, scenes from a class. Uh, scenes from a class, class struggle in Beverly Hills. It's yeah, nineteen eighty-nine. He did a movie called Private Parts, not not the Howard Stern right, movie, but it's Howard. about like a. It's really good. It's a 70s film. I would recommend it. Uh, this woman moves to L.A., and I think she becomes a robot or something like that. But, like, it's cool. It's like she meets all these freaks in the streets. It's kind of a cool movie. His best thing to me, his best credit, is being in Rock and Roll High School in 1979. So we're wrapping oh, yeah. Mary was in that, too. Yeah, I guess so. Paul Bar- you know another movie where Paul Bartel shows up at the end? What's that? Hamlet with Ethan Hawke. Oh, the the Hamlet, the modern day version of Hamlet with Bill Murray and, and Ethan Hawke. Yeah. When they do the duel, he hands off the sapers. All right, I wrap here. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we did it. Yes. We have munchied out. 
Carl, what did you think of this movie? I think it was bad. It was really not good. And it was fun for your show, but I mean... The plot made no sense. The jokes fell flat. This was a movie that had nothing for everyone. Ah, I loved it. <laughs> it was such a, a love letter to the 80s, like just <laughs> completely dated. And you got to see Harvey Korman in it, you that's know, and that's probably was the draw 40 years ago, 30 years ago. <laughs> yeah, I recommend Munchies. Way to go. <laughs> and then, of course, uh, if you heard last week's episode, we did Munchie, the uh, family-friendly semi-sequel to this movie. And, uh, yeah. All right. I'll just flat out say it. Call next week's movie is Munchie Strikes Back. Okay. The final in the Munchie trilogy. Okay. Uh, and we, we played the trailer last week. And we were so disgusted by it, we decided to do Munchies, the first one. But I'm sorry, man. Is it 94? We got to do it. Uh, yeah, 94. Munchie Strikes Back. All right. Here, for, the, for, the audience, for the audience that don't know, uh, all the Munchies are dead in Munchies. But in Munchie, they find another Munchie who's, right. who's a lot fatter and, and talks English. And he's a puppet. And he helps the kid. He helps an adolescent bo white boy uh, with adolescent white boy stuff. And then, oh, he says, right, his mom's dating a creep. And right. then, and once he strikes back, the creep is the star of the movie. He's like out for revenge or something. Yeah. Well, once he strikes back, too. So it's a, it's a story of two revenges. Right. Well, let's see. Uh, I saw the game credits going, so let's see if they... Uh, additional thanks to Coop's Restaurant, Cheese and Pasta, Idols West, Robin Rose Ice Cream, Sam Miser Welding. Nice. I guess they don't give the locations of it. Well, it might have passed and we didn't pay attention. I'm sure this was like... Uh, like New Mexico or... Uh, Let me see. I'm going to type in Robin Rose Ice Cream see what we get. <laughs> from 1987 let's see what you get yeah okay a, you know what it's venice california it's already popping up okay anytime restaurants la chowhound so let's see it's uh los angeles robin rose ice cream well san francisco san francisco that's your file you should go to it it was shot in red so it looks like Rockford Files filming locations, they list uh, Robin Rose Ice Cream on Venice, California. Hmm. All right, that sounds good. Uh, are we, let's watch the trailer to Munchie Strikes Back. Oh, okay. Strikes Back 19. Trailer. All right, and if audience would you like to watch the trailer with us, it's available on YouTube. We're just pulling it up right now, as professional as we are. What do you write? Uh, official trailer. I see Roger Corman. We watched it last week. Okay. On Roger Corman's official YouTube page. All right. I press I love it's official YouTube page. I All have right. zero, zero, zero. All right. Can I be the audio? Yes. Yeah, please do. Okay. Three, two, one, go. Old Concord. Oh, no, this is New Concord. New Concord. This is uh, NSST. N standing for New. 
Oh, there it is. There's the creep. I see the munchie looks different now. And it's he, not like his face is fatter. Yeah. Yeah, well, this is Howard Hessman. Wow. It's not even like Dom DeLuise from the second movie. So and that's a different that white boy. Kid too. Yeah. So he's not getting Look out. the kid who ruined his... Uh-oh. Look at him, he's macking. Mudgee! Hot foot. Hot butt. Finally, is he eating a Tic Tac? Hot butt. Uh, why do I keep wooden matches in my butt? Home Alone 8. I knew that was... I know, the Marvels. Listen, uh, all you wannabe Kevins, that will kill the wet bandits on, uh, if you put Marvels in the ground. Wow. See, the car landed on the wheels up, and now it can drive away easily. Ooh, Concord. His shirt's the production. So cheap, he's wearing, like, a production t-shirt. <laughs> Ooh, he blows up the school at the end. I hope it's the end. Yeah. No school for summer. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is going to be our next week's movie. We're going to conclude the Munchie trilogy with Munchie Strikes Back from 19... Yeah. Okay, Munchie Strikes uh, Back is one of those copies you hate. Uh, like, it's all zoomed in to a get-around copyright. Oh, uh, no, we can't do it. Then we can't do it. I'm not going to watch it. All right. Is there... You're saved by the bell. Okay. Do I have a different movie lined up? No, uh, I try well, to find a different version. Uh, I think I know what movie. You had, I had told you that, like, as you know, the premise of this uh, of our podcast, which is wrapping up very shortly, is that I read about these movies and they're on YouTube. And I usually pick the movies, but sometimes I'll pick a movie so bad, uh, I we flip the page and you pick the movie, and yeah. we agreed that these monkey movies are really bad, so we want to do a different film. So uh, you had mentioned uh, Killdozer, nineteen seventy four. All right. There's a trailer. Yeah. But you know what? I see versions that are one hour and 13 minutes. Is that the full-length movie? Uh, let's just see. Yeah. Is that a little All too right. short for you? No, it's fine. I just want to make sure. Sometimes when they post movies, they do it. As, it's not the real movie. You're, you get oh, cut at the end. Uh, let... You know, like it says full movie. Okay. If you put in trailer killdozer... Uh, you will find Foy Wonder has the TV commercial. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Let's uh, watch uh, Foy Wonder. It's F-O-Y Wonder, all one word. Killdozer, right. 1974 ABC TV movie commercial. You could put that in or trailer Killdozer. All right. Okay. I think this is a TV movie too, Carl. Yeah. Is it? Is this a bad Robert choice? Dollar. No, this is a great choice. I look forward to Killdozer. Okay, so uh, guys, we're going to watch the uh, trailer to next week's movie, Killdozer, a 1974 ABC movie. And uh, go ahead and give us a countdown there, sir. Three, two, one, go. Rampage. <laughs> Killdozer. 
<laughs> Ooh, Saturday at 8.30. It's <laughs> a two-and-a-half-hour movie, I guess. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're watching Killdozer, 1974, uh, next week. Now, wait. So we you hope that you, uh, yeah. You're going you're gonna to do the research? I will. Okay. Oh, I look forward to it. I, I'm going to research the movie Killdozer, which wasn't even in the theater. Uh, and because Carl's taking the movie in retribution for watching these Munchies movies. But I still uh, That was... Yeah. About. Yeah, I uh, know. So I'm... All right, well, sounds good. Yeah, this is your comeuppance for making you watch Munchies and Munchies. Uh, we'll be doing Killdozer next week. Carl, before we wrap up, anything, anything you'd like to promote? Anything that our audience should know about? Uh, no, no. You can come down to the open yeah. mic on Tuesdays. Yeah, uh, and be there in person. Be responsible, but be there. Uh, with <laughs> okay, or don't. Beings. You know what? Uh, no, yeah. I discourage you from going to the open mic. It is. Oh, come on. Right. No, no let's socially right. distance. Yeah. It's not over yet, folks. It's not over yet. Right. It's not over yet. But we want to keep you sane and safe. And uh, I have nothing, a lot not going on. Uh, but if you go to issue.com, that's the issue spelled I S S U U, and you search for Savage Henry, you'll see my latest contribution to the Humboldt County Humor Magazine uh, in PDF form. How exciting is that? Uh, that's it. Carl, thank you so much. Thank you. It was always a pleasure talking with you and watching a movie with you. Audience, thank you so much. It's always a pleasure as we let us watch a full-length movie on YouTube. And we hope you still subscribe to LWFLMOYT, our Twitter page, and our YouTube page. And we're also on Facebook by the full title. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. 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 L-W-A
Thank you for listening. <laughs> it's six o'clock. It's Monday night. It's usually time for the joke workshop. But as we know, comedy is dead everywhere. Uh, COVID is around, and we don't know what's going on. It's a Memorial Day weekend. I saw a lot of pictures from Dolores Park and Ocean Beach. Lots of people just out and about going about their barbecue and lives. I'm out here at Mutiny Radio. I also have a barbecue going. Five legs and thighs together, spiced, ready to go for whatever comedians show up to do this with me. Yeah, what could this possibly be? Woo! Uh, well, I was gifted, uh, if you listen to Mutiny Radio, you know that Flat Black Plastic is one of the amazing shows that we have here. It's every Saturday from noon to two. Scott o. Walker plays all vinyl. He is a collector, of, amazing collector, and he finds things all over the place and then gifts them out because he's a gem. And he gave me this new, D, this new, this old DVD, this old comedy DVD. And it has... I didn't know Kelsey Grammer did comedy. I didn't know Jason Alexander did comedy. There's names on this. I don't know. There's also Adam Sandler. Know him. A Jenny Jones. What? But it's, uh, this was produced in 2001, and it's clips of comedy from the 90s when it was hot, hot, hot. It's still hot. It's dead, but it's hot. I'm your host, Pam Benjamin, chilling, hanging out. Maybe people will come, maybe they won't. I don't want people to gather, but I did bring chicken just in case because comedians are starving. And if four of them came here, we would not be gathering. <laughs> it's Memorial Day, someone come hang out with me. All right, that being said. Laughing Out Loud, America's Laughing Out comedians. Loud. Featuring classic comedy performances by Tim Allen, Bobby Collins, Caroline Ray, Cheech Marin, Richard Belzer, Diane Ford, Louie Anderson, and Carrot Top. Carrot Top? Hey, look at that. Damn, Bozo had a kid. Look at that there. How you doing, sir? Yeah, look a little bored, could you? Okay, cool. <laughs> you think you look like an idiot? Check this out. <laughs> Anybody? No, it's not Pippi Longstock. And look, it's the Wendy's girl. I'm Wendy. I never knew it. <laughs> I never knew, you know? Yeah. I, I pulled in the drive-thru. They're like, damn, she's here. Clean up. Just sit home and build stuff. Here's the Pete Rose commemorative cap. It's a collector's item. I made that. 
o'clock to keep him hitting the snooze button in the morning. <laughs> Where the hell have you been? I don't know. I mean, look at this. I invented this. A baseball jersey with rollers on the chest, so when they slide... <laughs> me. I just saw a commercial on MTV, Bon Jovi. You seen it? If you're homeless, listen to me. <laughs> if you're homeless, you don't have a damn TV. Have a sign in the park or something, you know? The host for 2020 wears glasses. <laughs> I swear to God, I saw that. I couldn't believe it. There's a, <laughs> a one-hour photo lab down the street here. There's a 15-minute parking sign in front of it. I moved my car four times to get the dang film out. <laughs> Look at this, I invented this. I kept locking my keys in the car, so I just put them on a coat hanger. We're locked out. Give me a second. <laughs> Here's my new frisbee I made. Just put a dog on it. So when you throw... You can see him crying, but you can't hear him anymore. <laughs> I went to a celebrity auction, man, picked up Jimmy Swaggart's Bible. Wow, it's amazing. I didn't realize that. I didn't realize that. Richard, Richard Nixon. Richard Nixon has a book on cassette tape. But the tapes are gone! <laughs> Look, Sinead O'Connor has her own shampoo out, I swear to God. It's common easier in the 90s or what? Here's something really neat. Look at this. Have y'all seen these things right here? These are cool. Have you seen these? Right? Right? These are old. You know there's no dog in there, right? You do know there's no dog in there. What you do is you strap your dog in it and let it walk around by itself. It works in my neighborhood. I don't know. Want to have a great time? Take a no U-turn sign. Put it on a dead-end street. <laughs> how, how did we get back? <laughs> Come on, we'll get tomorrow. Come on. <laughs> Here's a sign. You seen this one? Keep off median. You're doing 70 miles an hour. They put a sign up. Keep off median like you've ever went. You know, honey, the smooth stuff sucks. Want to cut the grass? <laughs> That's like putting a sign up that says, this. Now, keep on bridge. <laughs> getting a ticket. See a sign back there, kids? Oh, <laughs> On the airplane, I even brought it. If you cannot read this card, please tell one of the crew members. <laughs> Definition of too much spare time. I'm sitting home and I'm thinking, this is funny. You, you know, you have someone coming over, you don't have time to vacuum the rug, but you want the lines on there? <laughs> things too. This is a, a winter coat for hitchhikers. Kind of keeps them in cool, nice and warm. <laughs> right, think, I think 
the world's uptight. Don't you think? I think we need to learn to relax, have a good time, right? Yeah. Right. Next time you pull in a drive-thru, make one of these things up right here, keep in your car. You know, come to the drive-thru window, just reach inside the drive-thru window with this. Hey, give me five! Hey! <laughs> well, think about it. If we all did this tomorrow, at the same Burger King, <laughs> that little girl all stressed out, they've been doing this all day long. <laughs> doing what, Barbara? Putting their hands in here on sticks. <laughs> They always close that window. Leave it open! Hey! I think we can do that stuff, you know? Next time the cop gives you your ticket, go, yeah, I know, pal. Here, put it with the other ticket. <laughs> Have your own radar gun in your car so the cop can go, yeah, you know how fast you were going? You know how fast you were going, pal? Or this. You know, they always ask you how fast you're going. Do you ever know? No. No, I think if they're going to ask you, they should make a gun that would show you. You're always hiding in the bushes, you come flying by them. You can look over and check. Damn, 81! <laughs> then he asks you. You know, you get it right, you get like three bucks off for paying attention or something. Like that. <laughs> you know, I can always slow the show down a little bit if you want, you know. <laughs> or get them right back at the drive-thru. They pull up there, welcome McDonald's, they take your order. anything yet. That's a great response, though, isn't it? Uh, well, welcome to the show. We have a great show tonight. It's going to be a lot of fun, and I just... You mean it's not? Geez, I'm getting laughs on the things I'm not supposed to. You have to follow along, or else you're ahead of us on something. Are you using that psychic hotline, and you know what's coming? Is that it? I just flew in here, and I'm telling you, what is the story? on flying. Now, I paid $800 for my ticket. And what's, what's so funny is how happy I am when I get a little bag of peanuts. <laughs> you know, they've really figured out how to make us happy. Eight, nine hundred, a thousand dollars for a ticket, and they give you a little tiny bag of peanuts. And you're thrilled. Because you know how you know you're thrilled. Have they ever passed you by and not given you some? <laughs> what the heck's going on here? Is this a non-peanut section or what? <laughs> and sometimes they give you a, you know, they come around and they say, you want another bag? I go, oh no, four nuts was enough for me. <laughs> Thank you, Louie. And now, here's Diane Ford. How y'all doing? <laughs> oh, swell. Well, I'm in a good mood today because I was shopping all day today. Don't you love to shop? <laughs> Women love to shop. Men don't love to shop. Men just love to sit in those little chairs and look pissed. <laughs> we do the same thing to them at sporting events, so it makes up for it. 
Men don't understand how to seduce women. Really, all they ever had to do is just walk up behind them and whisper in their ears, 75% off. We stopped like a deer in headlights. suits. I hate bathing suits. I don't know why we all can't be shaped like the 18-year-old boys they design them for. They must search the whole world to find elastic that falls apart as soon as you hit the water. Last summer I was doing the side stroke in this pool. My left breast was floating alongside me. I thought everybody was pointing at me because I'm such a good swimmer. toy. A flotation device. When I was a kid, I had a great bathing suit. had a great big skirt on it. That's a good bathing suit to give a kid, because it'll sink them. My mom had the best bathing suit. She had one of those black bathing suits with the huge pink flowers all over it. Then she had a black bathing cap with pink rubber flowers all over it. She was wearing a non-skid bath mat on her head. <laughs> Guys' bathing suits, they haven't changed too much throughout the years. They either have those tight trunks or those loose trunks or those disgusting bikini things. <laughs> Make you want to lose your lunch. <laughs> if I wanted to see a behind like that, I'd have somebody over to fix my refrigerator. and somebody was telling me that's a sign of getting older when the year goes by really fast. You know what else is a sign of getting older? When you see that ad for that thing that lifts you out of the chair and you start thinking it's a good idea. <laughs> a lot of weird stuff happened to me last year. Aerobics changed last year, huh? Went from high impact to low impact. I hope next year they find a way for us to do it sitting down and eating. <laughs> Maybe having a beer. <laughs> Then they'd have to call it bowling. <laughs> I did a lot of traveling last year. Went to some weird places. The weirdest trip I went on last year was to Huntsville, Alabama. Not exactly a vacation mecca, old Huntsville. That was a weird trip. Some of my trips start out weird. They just keep going weird. You know, I changed planes in Atlanta, Georgia to get over there. Picked up an Atlanta newspaper, opened it up, there's a one-page ad in the middle of the paper says, Attention Illiterates. <laughs> Reminds me of late at night when I see that ad on the cable station for that 1-800 hearing helpline. <laughs> I always call it up and go, What? What? <laughs> People say weird things to you in the South. Men say weird things to you in the South. I was standing there after this show in Huntsville and I'm a little knock-kneed anyway, but this guy comes walking up to me, he goes, ooey girl, you couldn't stop a pig in the ditch. <laughs> Thank you. Sweet talker. <laughs> like if I was in a ditch with a pig, I'd want to stop it. What's that supposed to mean anyway? I'm trying to be nice to the guy. 
I told him I was hungry. I figured he'd recommend a good local restaurant. Wouldn't you think that's what someone would do? Uh-uh. He starts telling me how to make a sandwich. <laughs> you know, first you got to get yourself some Whipper bread. Set yourself slice that Whipper bread down on the table. Then you got to get yourself some Duke's mayonnaise. You ain't got Duke's, you ain't got the mayonnaise. You might as well put that bread away. <laughs> That's a big old slice of by-day onion, big old beef steak tomato, and ooey girl. You got a sandwich or twang your buds. <laughs> Thank you. I'm gonna go write that down now so I don't screw it up. <laughs> got a lot of people dating in here tonight? Are y'all on dates? Where are you, daters? No, no. Hitting all the tropes. They're the same. No. Yeah. Everybody do Tinder? I'll tell you what, I don't think I'd want to date if I was a guy. It must be really hard on guys, because guys just got really good at lying about how many women they have had. Now they got to figure out how to lie about how many women they haven't had. <laughs> blind dates are the worst for women, though. So every time a woman gets a blind date, she thinks, oh, this could be the one, the answer to all my problems. Because <laughs> our friends lie to us, that's why. It's a guy four foot six, one hair coming out of each eyebrow. And he wants to go dancing. The truth of the matter is that most women would follow a man frown for months if he'd only tell her her legs look good in flats. But what are the odds of that happening? You gotta be wearing those nine-inch spike heels before a guy'll say, but baby to make your leg look so good. Oh, thank you. I'm sure it's worth crippling my spine for you. The only kind of guy I was ever interested in was the wrong kind of guy. And once a year, that craziest thing of all would happen to me. Some voice somewhere inside of me telling me it was time for me to fall in love, to find that special someone just once a year. So I'd strap on my love radar. <laughs> Let me tell you something. If there was a total jerk-off within 150 miles... <laughs> I have now, here comes five Richard different Belzer. CDs or five CDs well, from, from the 90s. I wish I could remember what I was supposed to say. <laughs> I remember when Reagan was funny. This is great. This is the surgical instrument. Bring this over here. This is great. Come here. We got camera. This is camera three, right? It's Richard Belzer. Is this camera three? Yeah. Camera one. So two and three cover me on one. Now lower I, just a little bit. Also, Kelsey Grammer is on this and Jason Turn Alexander. Turn to the left a little. They're comics? Cough. Cough. <laughs> Okay, thank you. That camera's fine. I guess everybody did comedy in the 90s. They put up a, they put up a brick wall and they were like, okay, space camera. there you go. Because everyone's constantly it's laughing like at everything Vader's they Vader's birth control device, doesn't it? <laughs> it's a nice camera from, from the planet O. Thank you very much. War of the Worlds. The, the agent for War of the Worlds, ladies and gentlemen. The agent for War of the Worlds. How are you? Nice to see you. Great. You know... <laughs> Get in, get out. How are you, babe? How's it going, all right? Everything okay? You've covered sports, haven't you? Do you ever cover a sporting event? 
Yes. <laughs> a true cameraman doesn't speak. The cameraman, the camera nodded for that. Hey, you just go, yeah, right. The opening act was Carrot Head, Carrot Top, and he did all prop comedy like a fucking hack. It was amazing. It was all pop comedy, the whole thing. You're just terrible. in love. Uh, no, it's nice that you have your hand up to the elbow, upper dress. That's very, <laughs> very subtle and... Well, it's good to be friends with the Russians, isn't it? Yeah, right, sure. <laughs> no, I got the Russian. I don't trust the Russians, and I'll tell you why. This, I know this is bad for detente, but whatever you want to call it... Um, we've had a problem with them for a long time, but the thing that really threw me about the Russians is when Chernobyl occurred, they had a nuclear meltdown, and the Russians pretended like nothing was happening. Like, they wouldn't What's have old is new again? Others, you know, countries around Russia were affected by, like, cows in Sweden started to be born with two heads, and people in Poland started getting smarter, so you knew that there was, you knew there was an accident. Whoa, yeah. Whoa, like, so edgy. So, you know... There's no reason for those jokes. Yeah. Okay. They're just jokes out of the void. They have no history to them. Yeah. Look at him be edgy, Richard Belzer. No one even knows who he is anymore. Come on. Well, I live here now. I live in L.A. Well, yeah. It's really CSI. different than New York. It's a little different. It's three hours and five years behind New York. No, I don't mean to demean L.A. because L.A means itself but you know i've always felt that <laughs> because the people here for some reason when they talk it's like evolution took a left in la <laughs> when people talk here they go up and down like like their spines aren't fully developed you know like, oh you're from new york oh wow <laughs> avocados wow <laughs> you can stand still i'm getting motion sickness over here and L.A. cops and New York cops are totally different. L.A. cops are very strict, as you know. New York cops are very laid back. You'd be driving down the street in New York, beer between your legs, seatbelt flapping out the door, and go through five red lights. New York cop will go, give me coffee on the way back. And that way the cops are, all right, pull over, your left speaker's out. Dolby, spread them. <laughs> and that's why people become that way. Now, oh, sorry, officer. Sorry. <laughs> so it's not really demeaning, it's fear, I guess. No. <laughs> and earthquakes are a pretty exciting thing to happen. Yeah. I mean, a lot of things could happen to you in New York, but the earth never opens up and says, check, please. <laughs> do that. My first earthquake experience was very sobering, very serious. I was in bed with my future ex-fiance. And, and we were, you know, we were, we were doing something. Uh, we were engaged in some activities. And all of a sudden, the bed started shaking a little more. I figured, I'm definitely going to marry this woman. This is great. Then the room started shaking. Then the earth started shaking. I figured, hey, I'm the greatest piece of in the world. Yeah. You ever notice when little kids get embarrassed, they always lift up whatever they have on, like little boys lift up their jackets, little girls lift their dresses over their head. I think we never should stop doing this as adults. Well, say you're a chick, you're going for a job, you don't think you're going to get the job. 
Lift your dress up over your head. Say, I want the job, I need a job. Probably get the job, you know what I'm saying? Just a theory, may not be true. I'd like to play the piano for you now, ladies and gentlemen, if I may. Richard Belzer do. Can you cover this? Okay. But I don't play the piano, so uh, I'd like to play, but I don't. I don't actually play. I'd like to. Oh, look at that classic joke circumvented our idea. Oh, look at that classic twist. To all the girls who I took ten dollars from their purse before. Do you ever notice that all male nightclub singers do the same thing when they come out? They don't give you this move, right? Everything's gonna be okay as soon as I get my neck fixed. <laughs> what kind of neck is this? <laughs> so Sinatra sings. You can't make fun of Frank. You can make fun of the Pope. You can make fun of the President. You can't make fun of Frank. I don't know what the big deal is. He's only a singer. <laughs> oh. kids walking. I know, I figured out why black people walk the way. The reason black people walk the way they do is because for hundreds of years, black people have been denied the use of white bathrooms. That's how the walk evolved. Like a black guy walk up to a white place, ask if he's the bathroom. Say, okay, there's the bathroom. No? <laughs> have a good night. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Thanks, Richard. And now, Cheech Marin. Thank you. Yeah, they, they didn't tell me people were going to be out here. <laughs> you know, it's really nice uh, being at the improv. I haven't been here for many years, and actually, uh, I want to share something with you that probably not a lot of people know. Like so many young comics, uh, I owe it all to be, but hey, sound. <laughs> I thought it was just me. <laughs> Flashback. Is he talking or isn't he? Who gives a yeah. <laughs> Anyways, like um, a lot of young comics, uh, I owe it all to Bud Friedman. Uh, I'd like to explain, uh, in the mid-60s, Tommy Chong and I came to town and we were a couple fresh-faced kids and we walked into the improvisation and we did our act and we were really new and kind of wrong, we really didn't know what we were talking about or doing and as we walked off stage, Bud Friedman said something to me that changed my life forever. He turned to me and said, want to buy some dope? <laughs> Sure. Yeah. Yeah, we gave him 10 bucks, he gave us a nickel bag. And so we went home and wrote, you know, and the next thing I knew was 10 years later, I had $5 million in the bank. <laughs> Thank you very much, Bud. I'll never forget that. As a matter of fact, that's how he got his name, Bud. <laughs> no, 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 just kidding, just kidding. <laughs> 
So, uh, how many people remember those movies I used to do with Chong? Because I don't, man. <laughs> what happened to them? Were they any good? Yeah. yeah. Oh, good. Well, thank you. So now I'm on the Golden Palace, and it's great because we have the Golden Girls, and they're very hip, you know? And uh, nobody really believes that, but yesterday Estelle Getty came up to me and gave me a hit of Afrin. Like, God, Estelle, this is great. Where'd you get this stuff? She said, Bud Friedman. <laughs> Thank you, Cheech. Next on stage, Caroline Ray. How are you? What is this, SPCA night? Stop it. I know that my skirt is too tight. It's because I have the opposite of anorexia. I think I'm thin. Jump on the punchline. Thanks so much. today and I asked for a trim, but apparently the woman thought I said, make me look like an astronaut's wife. <laughs> All right, it's not that funny. Jeez. My mother gets her hair done every single week. And when she gets it done, she looks like she's wearing an L.A. Rams helmet. You know what I mean? She brings a picture of Margaret Thatcher to the hairdresser with her. Like this, but higher. And when she goes swimming, she's never gotten it wet in her entire life. <laughs> hey, hey, you kids, don't splash me. I've just had my hair done. <laughs> Hi, Betty. Darling swimsuit. Where'd you get that? Talbot's? It's precious. <laughs> and then she's in the shower room for about half an hour before she gets in doing this, putting the water all over her body. <laughs> so my body doesn't go into shock. Mike, Mom, it's a country club. People pee in the pool. <laughs> My mother's bridge group is so catty. They all wear catheters for fear of leaving the room and being talked about. <laughs> it's that kind of crowd. It was very embarrassing, though, because... Uh, My mother came to visit me recently, and she took off her makeup with one of my today sponges. <laughs> oh, darling, these are fabulous. Oh, I love them. They're the cutest things. They have a handle. Precious. First I was mad, and then I thought, hey, at least they're getting used. <laughs> form of contraceptive? The pill. Because you have to keep on taking it every day on a daily basis, regardless of what's going on in your love life. Okay. So it's so nice during those lulls to have a daily reminder. No one in my life. <laughs> Can you imagine if you had to wear a condom for 30 days before it was any good? <laughs> day 28. Someone might call. She does have great hair now. You're frightening. So, before the youngest child, youngest for three girls, typical youngest child. Dates come to pick me up, I automatically get in the back seat. Um, <laughs> Punching down at herself, look at that. It's embarrassing though, because my sisters are incredibly successful. And you know, they're sitting around talking about what to get my mother for Christmas, and they're like, well, 
maybe we should get her a Rolex. And they just look at me, and you just make another nice card. <laughs> I hate Christmas because my parents are divorced. And so every Christmas we all have to call my father. So we're sitting at my, my mother's house. We're all sitting there around the phone, my sisters and my mother. And we call up and we're like, hi, hi, Dad. I just want to say Merry Christmas. And then my sister's like, did you get the tie? Ask me if he got the belt. And my mother, ask him if he's happy he ruined our lives. <laughs> he says, no, no, yes. <laughs> I'm single. Okay. Uh, no, I'm not. Okay. It's like, <laughs> uh, my mother thinks I'm too aggressive with men because I had my last boyfriend put to sleep. And, uh, I felt really bad because he knew where we were going as soon as he got in the car. <laughs> it took me forever to get him in that little carrier. Gosh. And to put a beer in it. Come on, honey, get it. There you go. I went out with a newscaster for a while, but he drove me crazy. Because every time we were in bed, everything he said sounded like he was delivering the news. And he thought he was so funny. He'd say things like, this just in. <laughs> and it's a clean joke. Back to you, Caroline. known my relationship was over, but you try and ignore those telltale signs, you know? Three in the bed where there used to be two. Maybe it got smaller. No. Him going out, always introducing me as his sister. You know, stuff like that. Um, <laughs> you know what I hate being single is when you have to walk down the street and pass construction workers, and they always say something disgusting to you? <laughs> you just walk along, mind your own business, and suddenly one of them goes... Maria. <laughs> like, what do they think? I'm going to run over and go, Tony, is that you? Maria. Those are West Side Story jokes. If they could show me, like, one marriage that has come from this kind of an introduction, <laughs> besides Elizabeth Taylor. Say, Mommy, how did you and Daddy meet? Well, there I was walking along the street one day, and uh, your father screamed the most disgusting things at me. <laughs> Something about wanting to eat his lunch off my ass. <laughs> I was so turned on, I threw myself into the back of his truck. <laughs> it's never going to happen. She put her microphone away so and thought she was dieting? done, but she keeps going. She's over five, Good. but she's killing uh, I'm totally sick of dieting. I'm not going to do it again. It's because the only reason we do it because of these ridiculous stereotypes on the cover of magazines, these skinny freaks of nature. I think we should be able to buy magazines in sizes. Wouldn't that be better? <laughs> I'll have Cosmopolitan in a 16. Yeah. And for my husband, I'll have the balding, sagging butt GQ. <laughs> Here comes Bobby Collins. Oh, no idea who this is. I haven't had Mexican food oh, no, I in two years. I had Mexican food last night. Now I know why it waited two years beforehand. I couldn't make it out the door. I swear to God, I'm walking out there. I had like Jiffy Pop in my underwear. I'm like, <laughs> Opening the pizza. 
Homestead and this and that. He's not I feel killing bad, it right but now. But these, the people He's in the trailer park. So well. Didn't they ever see He's like the nice yellow blazer, and I really appreciate his amazing. I mean, these natural plants. disasters, hurricanes, tornadoes, they're whipping around them. They know the each other. They're like Fred. Yeah, trailer the shoulder park. pads. Yeah. This is like 1996. And they interview these people. They had like one guy on. There was some dental problems. Dental problems. They had like one tooth. One tooth. I'm watching here in Los Angeles, and the guy's like, um, and they're asking him, did you know a hurricane was coming? Well, yeah, I, I know. I know. Yeah, it was coming. Chip in, buy him a bridge. Come on, come on, he's spitting on the camera. Did he just go for a retard? And then the newsman's embarrassed, and they're going, well, what are we from Tom Cruise? Never go for retail. Oh, well. Uh, what movie was that? Uh, 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 the Wheel of Fortune. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I gotta tell you. Robert Downey. So, and I'm down there. The Robert longest Downey. lights in the world. You stop off at a red light in this Miami. Richard Belzer and took a board. nap. <laughs> Two people. The car next to me. The people. They were dead. He's dead. He's yellow in the people. He's getting them. This one not my favorite yet. Then you go, then you pull into this. I pull into this gas station that you can buy like gas and like furniture, anything. anything. <laughs> I did. I walked in there. I go, excuse me, can I have some uh, pump number seven? And uh, how much is that couch? <laughs> and they sold wedding cakes there. <laughs> Who buys a wedding cake from the Chevron Mini Mart? Yeah. <laughs> Mary, great dresses for the bridesmaid. Where'd you get your cake? Chevron Mini Mart. <laughs> unbelievable, unbelievable. And then I go up there, and the guy, uh, Mabutu, or whatever, the, and the guy, and they don't know, you're in America, learning, just learning. 96, they didn't give a fuck, yo. Yeah. Oh, we're getting booze and claps, he's being edgy. Lazy Jones, little bit brown. I swear to God, the guy went, no, 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 no. And I went, oh, I'm sorry. Pump number seven, and I'll pay for this here. Uh, no, 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 no. That's why these people get killed. You're like, oh, I got killed. Wow. And how much is that trailer? Is that your trailer in the back there? No, oh, yeah, that's my trailer. Like, uh, Andrew Dice Clay, I'm an impatient New Yorker. I'm standing there. This one lady's writing a check. 
So I'm like, no, This is, but this, this stuff, everyone was getting a hot five. Other people, honestly, we're going to see Adam Sandler later. We're going to see, on the next one, Chris Rock. Jim Carrey's up soon, up next, I think. Yeah, Jim Carrey's up next. So let's just sit through and wait this bullshit out. Yeah. He, he kept his microphone show. in the stand. Like, he's he knows he's going to leave. Like, now he knows it's almost over. I can't wait to see him, Jim, Jim, Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey is a stand-up. Is, oh, he's I'm all acting. He's amazing. People are nuts looking at him. Oh, God. Online. You are losing I can't Yeah, I love my dog. Love my dog. I walked in the house. Usually I got a golden retriever. My dogs usually like when you walk in. Hello, Bobby. Where you been? I love you so much. Give me a cat. <laughs> I walk in and he's like behind the couch, giving me a look like, "Oh, uh, you're home? Yeah. How you doing? How you doing?" I'm like, "What's the matter?" Where'd Bobby Collins go? Is that where he is? Oh my gosh. My so pancakes showing you Bobby Collins dead. now that he's shaved his mullet off there. and he looks much different. There was smoke. Is he still doing comedy? He looks respectable. And he's releasing and books. And the dog's giving me okay. a look like... Uh, Maybe he's a, a better writer, like, Billy uh, Collins. Four amazing. big black dogs came in here. See, four big black dogs. Why do you have to say black dogs? Because he's all on the racism tip. took a big dump. But 20 years ago, I guess that was... And my wife's ready to hit him. And I'm looking at him like, well, did you see what they look like? I remember with the, you know, hickory dickory dock, this bitch was such a, sucking my cock. Like, that was all, I mean, that's what you guys play, but... Thank you, Bobby. Back in these now days. Here comes Jim Carrey. Ah! <laughs> Starting with his arm broken over his amazing double-jointed shoulders, just showing it off like a champion. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I Feeling a little strange tonight, and I'm not sure why. Uh, it's like a fake arm. It's amazing. No, I'm kidding you. That's just a little bit of a physical gag to get the show started off with a bang. And well, you won't be seeing much more physical humor in my show. You <laughs> 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 just fell on the ground so fast, like fell backwards, dude. That was amazing. Look how young he is. Well, now that I'm warmed up, I'd. Uh... Oh my God, he looks like he's 22. <laughs> Right now, what I'd like to do is I'd like to take yeah. you all on a little trip down to Caesar's Palace in He's Las very Vegas. Well and I'd like to give you all a little taste of the Candy Man. I think it's an Elton John impression. Because he's got the weird glasses on. Right on, man. He's got his butt out. It's very funny. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to sing a really groovy song. It's, yeah, it's Sam Jameson. like this.
doing a crazy lazy I think in his chin is Applause breaks in the 90s were much bigger than they are now, I believe. They, they all the, the clap and everything. Now he's taking off his clothes. Love it. Love it. Taking, yeah, took off his... Mm. It is now audience participation time. <laughs> when I count to three and I hold the mic over the audience, I want to hear everyone in this entire place bring down this roof. It's going to hurt, but it'll be fun, I swear. <laughs> I want to hear you bring down this roof with your best, your most blood-curdling scream. How <laughs> <laughs> that anger? Let me have it. One, two, three! <laughs> Cowards. Cowards! You wouldn't believe how much that turns me on. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to get through the show without it, and I thank you. Uh... No, I'd like you to do that through this entire next song. <laughs> I would. Songs? I didn't know Jim Carrey did songs. Because here comes well, they're all the sexy, yeah, yeah. the incomparable Tom Jones! Yeah! Oh dear lord, he's dancing. Look at his butt. Yeah, he commits, he's committing. Here we go. Oh shit. I saw the light on the night that I pressed my way. I saw the glimmering shows of love on my back. He was Andy Kaufman in the movie. Oh, 
I can't believe that Jim Carrey just did impressions Thanks, of Jim. songs. Next up, Richard Lewis. Okay, so we have Richard Lewis, Tim Allen, and then it's over, and then we go to disc two. I just met Billy backstage, and I... Uh, I'm here to improv, I love it, I love your hot audience, I resent that I have to be here because I, I could have been a caterer one time and uh, oh, yes. it's a, a frightening thing, but I'll try to come through for you and come through for myself and... Uh, if he cut his hair, he'd be so cute. That's about it, I really don't have much more than that, I've been lying to people out here for years and uh, it's very tough. I, used to, I, I like the improv because, uh, well, there's no other place to go, I'm going to go Farmer's Market for the <laughs> So I'm performing. I have to finish Farmers Market. Because I'm out of therapy now. I had to continue to finish it. Uh, I had a furnished apartment. I just, I just flashed on this. It was like the, this looked like the apartment. This was like the furnished. They don't give you good stuff, by the way. You have to Take live with it. The whole piece. They force you. I had a, it was like a picture over my sofa. It was a black velvet picture of a rabbi and a Brahma bull. It was a depressing kind of thing. And, uh, you can't get it. You try to pull it off, and the person next door is trying to push it on. It's bad. It's crazy. And, uh, the first week, first week, I had a date, never forget this, it was an important date for me, and, uh, I wanted to see if I could date in a, in a furnished apartment, it was a new thing for me, and uh, it was like the, uh, coffee table, it looked like this, and it was like an ashtray, and, uh, the woman said, uh, Richard, it's my voice, I must say now, my, my impressions are, it's the worst, and, uh, I am out of therapy, and yet I must date women that talk like me, I'm discouraged about that phenomenon, and, uh, but the woman said, can I have the ashtray? And I said, yes, you can. In my voice, it sounds like hers. That's why my act goes to the toilet, because no one understands. And uh, I picked up the ashtray, and it was riveted on. Everything is riveted on everywhere you go. So that was that. Was that. And, uh, and the mouse. The mouse was the uh, turning point. I saw a mouse. And uh, if you're a nervous person, a little high strung, but in psychotherapy, and you see a mouse, it's, forget it. It's like Daktari time in your house there. And uh, it was like, woo, woo. But that's not the... You know, I worked on that impression for three and a half months. Really. It's a mouse. That's supposed to be a mouse, too. I don't know what that's a halibut. I don't know what that is here. That's a mouse. A mouse on acid. I don't know what that is. Yeah, but, uh, a mouse on acid. I saw the mouse, and I stood on the date was there, and I stood on the table, and uh, which is riveted on to the kitchen floor, and uh, even the Hoover was riveted on. You couldn't do it. You couldn't move. You're, you have, they come to nail your feet down there. It's a horrible thing. And I stood up. And I saw the, woo, woo, as if I should do it again. That's why I'm disgusted with myself. I saw the mouse there and, uh... He's kneeling on the stool. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> he's just ripping with the crowd. I don't even know if he's actually I doing said, a I joke or not. I have to tell you what I said. Otherwise, this is a ridiculous situation. I, mean, I said, eek. You have to say eek. It's a thing. It, eek. You try to repress the eek. You have to say it. And then I went, there's a mouse in the house. You have to say eek and there's a mouse in the house. It's not hilarious. Look, I'm not going for jokes, just for human relations here. That's really what I care about. <laughs> Oh, they just faded into another part. They just cut his set. This isn't a straight set of five minutes. This is it. They faded in. Cheater. No, they didn't. It was a full... Everyone else was continuous. This, they just faded out and faded back in. Because he didn't have as good a set as he was hoping. And there was Clue. I saw Clue. He described him. And I think the laugh book is coming. That's being very kind to you. Richard Lewis. I was really depressed. I used to go to a guy in uh, Jersey, Sal, 40 bucks would be like a subscription book, you know, for like three years. It's like, but not Lafleur. Oh, but Sal was like, well, the whole thing. Right? But, uh, uh, Lafleur was unbelievable. There was like 12 guys yeah, that opened heart surgery around my hair there. It was, like, uh, it was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. I, I, you know, you look good, though, for about a second and a half. They hold this mirror up. I think they glue another well, head I mean, onto that mirror, I'm pretty sure. 
he just keeps, chair, keeps saying words and he's entertaining with his, he's got the right energy. What he's saying isn't necessarily super funny, but he's funny. I held this behind who held the blow. It was like a whole assembly line, like a, a Burl Ives folk song, the moose away, the cat away. I was so upset, I popped out of the chair. Maybe I was nuts, like I had a gun. I'm getting out of it now, you bastards. No more money, no more money. And they just looked at me, they were calm and cool, and they said, what do you use on your hair, Mr. Lewis? I'll tell you what I use. I'll tell you what I use. I use baby shampoo, my friends, okay? Because it's very easy, it doesn't hurt the hair. And they laughed, they went, oh, 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 oh. They laughed like the modern airs in harmony there. And they wouldn't let me go. What guilt they were throwing. They opened up this big cabinet of like, ah, there's a thousand bottles of rinse and schmintz and grinch. I had a cash of bond to get out of this place. It was like, rinse number nine, let every hair have a follicle orgasm, and then put a litmus paper, it's gonna rain, you know, and uh, this is your wonderful crowd, and uh, come back to the improv. What would he actually, he was just entertaining. Now, here he comes, oh, Tim Allen. Hey, yeah. Oh, here we go, Tim Allen. Nice to see you. I'm having a pretty bad week. I just got back from a kind of a family reunion, and I got seven brothers and two sisters, and I realize now, and I'm, I hate to admit it, but men are pigs. <laughs> you women will agree, right? Men are pigs, right? He's very still, and he's leaving the microphone just yeah, to stand, and he's very everything. still. <laughs> and he's very specific with his stuff. See, see how spe he's an actor. See how specific seven he is? boys, two girls. She always called us pigs, you little pigs. You little red-butted, primate little monkey pigs. All you do is poop and eat around here. That's all you do. Don't speak to your mother. You grunt like the pigs you are. My mother figured that's how men should talk. <laughs> it's true. You don't think your old man grunts? Give him a steak. Honey, you like that? <laughs> So specific. He's so... My He's mom exactly said the reason men are alive is for lawn care and vehicle with maintenance. Richard Lewis. Like Richard Lewis was just all over oh, doing whatever, and he's practiced yeah. all of this. He knew That's he's true. putting his hands in his pockets, he planned track. that. All of this. Yeah. Yeah. That hand, Got the John Deere 160. Oh, yeah. 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 It's just very it's, no, it's all a script. <laughs> this is all, he does it, I bet he does it the exact same time every time. It's fun that the two of us, like, the two shittiest comics in San Francisco are like, I'm tearing apart 1996 comedy. My mother said men aren't men until they can find their way to Sears by themselves. That's my Sears doesn't exist! Craftsman tools, you can see that stuff. Come on. Right to that craftsman tool, of course. I walk in there and my nipples are rock hard. They're beautiful. I can buy stuff I don't even need now. I got a gear puller. I got no idea what that thing is. I wonder if this is before or after Santa Claus. I bet it's before. But it looks good on my pegboard. Is this before or after tree time? That's the altar to a man. Is the Three grand worth of stuff you'll never use, right? The and the real pinheads will outline their tools, right? Or that baby goes right there. Stand up, Don't yeah. you touch that claw hammer, honey. I mean, I never watched... Uh, you get real weird tools, really. though, you know. These cool. work, but I'm working on my house. I get that. Those will be big, super big brassy things. Yeah, absolutely. Watch that thing. That's a power staper, sir. Taylor Thomas. Well, I need Where is Jonathan Taylor Thomas now? 238 bucks later. 
stapling phone books to my brick wall. <laughs> the weird trouble you get in is that home shopping thing. Oh. 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 Consumerism on the phone. Tools from hell on this show. I don't Before know. internet, what? I always get sucked in a good salesman, man. Eliminate the worry, folks, of sharpening scissors at home. Oh. <laughs> Honey, forget about that check to Ethiopia. Here's a major problem here. <laughs> Six to eight weeks it shows up, you know. It's got that, all these instructions. It says attach firmly to a workbench for stability. Is chicken good? Is chicken? Come on. I don't have a workbench. But I think we all know where I can buy one. But you seasoned it. There's more for your life. Thank you. Thank you. I popped out Sears, got the 164 cubic inch workbench, shot me crashing. It's the lemon pepper, is the secret. Four foot bench, 800 pounds, came in a box, gay big. Oregano, salt, paprika, super easy. Kid, you didn't read the circuit. So There's chicken. some assembly required. I have so much pork from last oh, night. I have like no. four pounds of pork at home. I'm going to slice it in and do something with it and bring it and do something. Sears! <laughs> Sears, yeah, Craftsman Tools. You can take them back. You can find them on the street and you can always get new ones. They last forever. I and if they don't last, Sears, I bought some tools, boy. I got needle nose, vice grip, and monkey mother. Guaranteed Craftsman Tools. If you find Craftsman Tools in like a garage sale and they get broken, you can always send them back and get new ones. They're worth a lot of money they're good tools. Yeah, no. tool, boy. Is that why they're big? I got tools that fix tools. I, I don't know how that I feel terrible that I'm bored by Tanaran. Because he's supposed tape. to be like. You got to have the duct tape. Yeah. Duct tape. I know duct tape yeah. is hilarious. If you can't fix it, duck it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, cure that little problem with the dog right away. But that some assembly required or hurt you or a loved one. My mom gave me a gas grill for my birthday. I got the Sunbeam 3300. Oh. Yeah, yeah. If, if no one eats the food, I'll take it home, and then I'll slice it up and make it in a chicken salad, and then I'll make it on sandwich. It's like a car bomb in that crate, though. Because I've got the witchcraft Butane hoses and tanks and fittings. Oh. And I used to shoot coals as I could so that I could save coals for the next. Ever finish something, but you still got a bag of real important-looking parts left over? Oh, yeah. Barbecues at the studio. Well, hey, honey, I, I mean, I have a barbecue here. He's the headliner and he's born. You should have seen I the plane terrible. come out of that hood. <laughs> I don't feel terrible. Fuck tonight. He has more money than I have. Honey, stop running around like that. You're just making those flames grow on you like, like that. Not you didn't burn that meat, did you? Like, I'm sorry. This must be like a fuel regulator of some sort. <laughs> just comes into town. I don't think it's supposed to spray in the air like that. Bump 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 Guess bump bump I don't need to tell you,
That's right, folks. Soul Sausage on air. Frosty Nugs, your host. Back again Monday night here at Mutiny Radio. Dot FM, make that clear, mutinyradio.fm. Check it out. Thank you. 
All right, Carl. Here's wait, wait. Are you going to announce the next film? Oh well, I was going to say people should donate. I was going to promote our sponsor. Oh, oh, maybe. I'm a couple seconds behind you, Carl. Need it? I'll just punch those dogs. I could, I could take on wild dogs. <laughs> oh, so if a dog comes, it would bite you with rabies. You would simply fight him off. I was simply quite a while. That's I had to work that that joke. <laughs> I thought that was funny last night. I don't know why. Maybe I do. Well, that's it. We close on a joke. See you next week. So, thank you. Bye. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. It's been over one long year watching movies bad, strange, and weird comedy. By Michael. Hi, this is Carl. I, I, I'm Mike's friend. I, I wrote this song. My turn-ons are French noodles, Chinese noodles, and, and German strudels. You should follow me on Twitter. It's Jokes to Carl. Uh, that's the French duh, not the <laughs> duh, duh. Now let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Michael. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice. LGBTQ friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shitface McRat. <laughs> Got the mutiny, mutiny radio. Got the mutiny, mutiny radio. Got the mutiny, mutiny radio, my friend. Got mutiny, mutiny radio. Got mutiny, mutiny radio. Got mutiny radio, my friend. You ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to Joke Workshop, there's more than two peoples 
paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dag nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! <laughs> Let's watch full-length movie on YouTube with Michael Spiegelman. I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. We're hosts of (laughs) YouTube with Michael Spiegelman. Follow us on podcast by with our acronym L W A F L M O Y T. We watch a full length movie on YouTube with you, and you listen to the podcast and yeah. watch the movie at the same right. time. Yeah, L W A F L M O Y T. Yeah, That's every Sunday, two p.m. Pacific Standard Time, or if you're Carl, five percent, five percent. Right. I'm so lazy. Three hours later, I finally get to the show. Five p.m. Let's hear the theme song. Oh, uh, uh, let's watch full it. length. Oh, wait, let's do a full minute promo. Oh, never mind. Bye. See, ya. See you next time. I was just leaving the theater. Cadillac, convertible, 1969 gold Cadillac with the white material. And I started to do some thinking. Black, black, black. Smoking big spliffs and cruising on the freeway. I am a total And I will cut the Henry! Yeah, Charlie here. Yeah. I have a report here, Henry, from your uh, from your chief nurse major Hulahan. She makes some accusations, Henry. I, I find pretty hard to believe. Uh the dude minds, man. Safe sex is more than just avoiding STIs and pregnancy, no matter what you're into. Make sure that you and those around you feel safe, comfortable, and are having a good time. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio. Hey, everybody. Listen to the Weekly Review with Roman every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. This is an unapologetically anti-capitalist program. We interview community organizers, activists, and artists. We talk about ways you can take action right now. So listen in to the Weekly Review every Friday from noon to 2 p.m.
thank you. That song is called Acid and Fapping. My name is Breakfast, and I'm running for Chancellor of the United States of America. For too long, we have gone without a Chancellor who is willing to take bold leaps of faith and logic to create new possibilities for our great, big, fat nation. As your Chancellor, I will balance the budget on the head of a pin, give entertaining speeches, have scandalous affairs, write strongly worded letters to unpopular foreign leaders, look good on camera, end all hunger, crime, abuse, war, disease, disasters, sadness, depression, oppression, repression, suppression, transgression, obsession, expression, impression, regression, and digression by signing pieces of paper that express my disapproval of such things. And invest in an American flag pin to be worn prominently on my stylish jackets. It's time to work together to take the country back from us and return it to ourselves. It's time to turn this country around and drive it into opposing traffic. It's time to take a chance on the Chancellor. insatiable appetite for all things in life, who scream at nothing and everything at the same time, who dance till sunup, who cause the sun to set again with irreverent bow, who rival the moon with gravitational force, who leave rooms feeling empty and earthquake struck, who don't give a fuck, who make, who do, who dream out loud and laugh like maniacs, who draw shock and awe on faces graced with watching, who create from the soul of an orgasm, who swagger even alone in the shower, who fight with passion and love with passion and our passion who catapult over cliffs in the name of revolution who would rather die than fall in line to conform who constantly challenge the norm who greet each and every day as if just born i say to you i know your greatness the way a suicide jumper knows weightless just before the impact and in fact i know it best when i say to you i love you my friends out at Mutiny Radio. Chester Cashcock here, giving you my love and regards as well as Mufi's over there. And you know, anytime I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to fantastic rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash. I can't help but listen to Bamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10. They have a fun time at Pamtastics Deep in the Mission, where you can laugh off your tushy every Friday for a mere $10. And $10, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with, so to wipe it off for... <laughs> it's in duty this. And if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, don't worry, don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen Summer Cottage on the Mountain Ridge with the kayaks. <laughs> Just go to podcast.pcrcollective.org or mutinyradio.fm podcasts and look for Comedy Clubhouse with a K. You can download it for free. But we'd love to see you every Friday 8 to 10 down here at Mutiny Radio. Laugh off your tushy and save your life. Because you know what's better than laughter? Well, it's a K. <laughs> 